The warmest of greetings to you and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching, where we help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun, using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me this week is... Hi, I'm Helen. I'm a teacher in Buckinghamshire, teaching a reception in Year One children at the moment. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm also teaching in Buckinghamshire, and I am working with Year Four. And today we are exploring geography learning outcomes with this week's folktale from the Ashanti tribe of West Africa, which you can listen to by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for The Spider Who Wanted to Tell Stories. There you can stream a video of me telling the story, get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the magnificent Mario Coelho, and even pick up some tips for telling the story yourself. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen and Rob here, and we're going to explore the location of our story a little bit more. This is a story from the Ashanti tribe, one of the ancient tribes of West Africa, which uh, is now where Ghana would be. So, Rob, if I could start with you, how would you explore geography with your children ages 7 to 11? Uh, sure. Uh, part of Key Stage 2 geography is comparing uh, a foreign location to your location. And I think that just saying to the class, where are the Ashanti from? Who were the Ashanti or who are the Ashanti? They may have some idea, but they may not have much of an idea. It could be, it could be either way. I've worked in schools where children would definitely be able to tell me because of their background and other schools where they would probably not have any idea whatsoever that would be a good link in and then I would look at finding doing some research around the Ashanti and say oh okay they're from Ghana where's Ghana find it on a map look at the continent of Africa is it close to where we live um, and then think about what would be similar and what would be different thinking about the climate and the weather and the landscape um, I would mm. use um, images of towns or villages to bring in that comparison so you could say okay a village in rural Buckinghamshire has got thatched houses do they have thatched houses in in a village in the Ashanti region of Ghana um, mm. I think that you could look at I mean obviously we know that there's a a forest in the story say how are the forests the same as our forests which kind of cross links with a bit of science as well because you're looking at habitats um but mm -hmm. what kind of trees would you find what other kind of plants would there be would it be would it be warmer there because of the location would similar kind of animals live there and things like that say so it would be yeah. And even if they have the same kind of animals, you know, how yeah. are they different? Because we've already said, haven't we, the kind of spider that Nancy is going to be is probably different to the kind of spider you might find in your yeah. garden yes. shed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Would you also look at comparing the different sides of Africa? 
we often think of Africa as just being a, a five-letter word, but it's a massive continent, isn't it? And one of the things I love about the Anansi stories is how different they are depending on whereabouts in Africa they come from. You, you get versions of the Anansi stories where he's actually really, really mean. He comes out more as a villain. You also get versions of Anansi stories where he comes out as a bit stupid really he he's constantly making mistakes and having to learn lessons and it is almost totally bound up in the particular terrain of africa that he comes from so i was just wondering is, is that something you could also explore with seven to eleven year olds uh, yes i think i would probably explore it more with like the upper age upper end of key stage two mm -hmm. and uh i was i was talking to my mum about the story actually and she said oh why don't you think about um doing some work with Benjamin Zephaniah, the poet. Hmm. And I was like, oh, he's Caribbean, isn't he? And she's like, oh, yes, but the stories from West Africa would have gone over to the Caribbean. They did. They migrated over there. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't talk about slavery and the whole slave trade as much with year three and year four, but I might approach it more with the older children because they've got a bit more of a a global understanding mm. um but i think definitely comparing different parts of africa um i, I wouldn't try and cram all of this into one lesson that would be <laughs> quite a quite a lesson if you managed to cram all of this in. but yeah you could definitely look at and then if you're looking at the different stories how is how are different parts of africa different mm -hmm. climate culture geographical features yeah how does that influence the stories that they tell yeah yeah. What if we were to go younger then, down to the seven, all the way down to age four? Helen, what, what were you able to find in here that was geography related? And similarly to, to Rob, I would definitely look at Ghana as a, just as a, a different place to where, where the children in my class live. And you can mm. explore any, any aspect you like, really. You can spend a really long time looking at lots of elements of life in Ghana, or you could just focus in on on one or two. So with reception children, I might have a have a day where maybe the children look at some traditional clothing, music, what it's like at the moment for a child in Ghana, um any any aspect that you wanted to, depending depending on your current current topic. Um, mm. I would definitely look at the idea of the forest as well. What is this forest like? A forest in Ghana, mm. what would the plants be like? What would the trees be like? What would the animals be like? And again, compare it to our local woodland. Um, we quite often at school try and get the children outside and going to, to the woods. And it, I think it'd be a good opportunity just for that, that comparison mm. between a, a British woodland and a, a forest in Ghana, just to give them a bit more of a, a global idea of, of, um, of, <laughs> a bit more idea. A global idea of the globe. Of the globe yeah, a bit more of an idea of, of the differences around the world because that's such a huge thing sure. for any child, but for the early years, just the idea that there are different people, different ways mm. of living, different different creatures around the world. And something that I think has got to be of value to all age ranges throughout the school. Uh, could you try and get in touch with another school in Ghana and do a story swap? Um, maybe let them um, share some stories with you and, and you share some stories with them. I think that'd be a brilliant idea. With our modern technology, I think 
actually that are really achievable. Mm. I, I agree completely. Um, one of the schools I used to work in um, through a charity whose name I can't remember built up a link with a school in West Africa somewhere where they were sharing ideas and mm. um, so the school in West Africa would send videos over of things they'd done and then our school would send videos of typical British things that we did and things like that. So I think that um, it kind of covers not only like geography but kind of PSHE as well and mm-hmm. your understanding of who and where you are in the world and things like that. Yeah, well, one of the reasons stories expand the mind is because they help us become aware of different people and different ideas that people have, different opinions, different thoughts, different responses to challenges. And you get all of that just as easily from reaching out and speaking with folks from elsewhere in the world. So, yeah, (laughs) let's do it. Yeah. That's all we have time for today, folks. If you try out any of these ideas, or if you'd like us to help you teach a topic you are soon to cover with your young learners, please let us know on social media using at teachhappily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Tomorrow, we'll have Anansi's help creating some art. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So... Cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon!